What is the measure of what is possible for your life and mine? What are we capable of doing? And is it possible that we can do things for which we do not have or, or things beyond our natural strength, gifts, learning, and our comfort level? It's amazing how tightly we hug our comfort level and how scary it can be to move outside of it. We've all had that experience. This is why the life of those first disciples is such a gift to us. As we track them through the Gospels in those three years that they followed Jesus, you and I can easily imagine them as our next door neighbors. They're very human in their weaknesses, their imperfections. We know that they were, for the most part, of the lower class. Some of them were fishermen, not highly educated, certainly not holding any position of status or recognition. They often appeared to be unable to grasp what Jesus was teaching. We see them struggling constantly. They were proud, they were jealous, they were competitive with each other, always arguing who's the greatest. They thought themselves pretty strong until that strength was tested and they found out that they were cowards. They found forgiveness extremely hard, such that one day Peter even said, Lord, how many times must I forgive my brother? They tolerated their enemies, but they certainly did not love them. And it's very unlikely that they would have imagined they would ever be leaders and teachers in the world of faith. Is that the end of what's possible for these disciples? Is that it? And then they met Jesus. Now it's hard for us to appreciate what it must have been like to now see a human being, God took on our human nature, and therefore he shared our human weakness. He shared our human limitations, and now they are witnessing in this man Jesus, someone who's teaching with great authority, who's preaching with wisdom that is persuasive. They see this man heal the sick. They witness him driving out demons. They see him raising the dead. 
They see him loving his enemies even unto death. How is this possible? They were in constant awe and amazement. And even more amazing it would be to them if they were doing the same things. This is why Jesus said to them, after he rose from the dead, he said, wait. Wait until you are clothed with power from on high. What they are going to do, what Jesus is going to send them out to do is way beyond their pay grade, way beyond their natural strength, their learning, their natural abilities. It's way beyond. And so he says, wait until you receive power from on high. Jesus equates the Holy Spirit with power. He says in the Acts of the Apostles, and you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Now this breaks everything wide open in terms of what's possible. Let us remember that Jesus is the revelation of our humanity fully redeemed. Because often we measure things by our fallen human condition, which we painfully experience on a regular basis. And we judge what's possible based on our fallen nature. But Jesus speaks about a power that comes upon us. You see, Jesus is inviting us to do the same thing that he did in his humanity. What did he do? With childlike trust, he completely opened his weak, limited human nature that he shares with you and I to the Heavenly Father, and he received the Holy Spirit. Listen to how the scriptures describe him in, in the beginning of his public ministry. And Jesus, filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert. Again in Luke's Gospel, Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And then in Galilee, in the synagogue, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and he's anointed me to do all these things. This is why we see the apostles now doing things they could have never imagined. They were cowardly, afraid, hiding in an upper room. And now we see Peter standing in strength, 
proclaiming to all the people that were gathered the good news. We now see them united in a way that they were not united before. Now Peter understands the scriptures that he was clueless about just a few months earlier. Now they are joyful in their suffering. And when they fled in fear at the passion of Jesus, all but John end their life in martyrdom. What wasn't possible before, they are now living. They are doing. (laughs) Do we believe that God can do things in and through us more than we have yet experienced? For example, let me just find, uh, do you believe that you could be a teacher in the church of Scripture and divine truth with very little learning? Do you and I believe that's possible? Can you and I prophesy the future as we see with some of the prophets and characters in the New Testament? Can you and I do that? Is it possible that you and I could speak in a new tongue that we've never learned, that we see happening in the scriptures we have heard this morning? Do you believe it's possible for someone who is selfish and greedy to change such that they give everything away and live only for the poor? Is that possible? How about to share the faith with a complete stranger? Can you do that? Have you ever done that before? Is it possible to do things that we are presently afraid to do? Is it possible for someone who is well situated in the world to leave absolutely everything behind and consecrate their life to God as a brother or sister? Is that possible for you? Is it possible that you and I can heal someone with our prayers? Is that possible? Is it possible for a man who is certain he's called to marriage and wants to raise a beautiful family to one day become a priest and to give his life joyfully for the sake of the church? Exhibit A. Is it possible? And the answer to all these questions is no if we are assessing things from a human perspective, if our measure is our natural capabilities. But the answer is absolutely yes. If we, like Jesus, like Mary and the apostles, 
are like children opening our lives to the Holy Spirit. It doesn't mean that God's gonna do all those things in each of us, but there's a lot more that's possible with the power of the Holy Spirit. My dear friends, as we go forward together as a church, implementing the synod uh, directives, let us put all our trust in the Holy Spirit, not in ourselves, not in our human natural capabilities. We want to be a church on fire. The bishop wants to have a new Pentecost, and it is possible by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.